Now, I was pretty hungry before this week's episode of Track Back with Calamac, but luckily my next guest isn't just a TikTok star, but she has her own sweet business. Can you imagine the amount of sweets that you can get off this lady? Well, I know she's got a lot of sweets. You might not know, but I do. Mars bars, bounties, the classic Rolos, or even just a classic bag of wine gums. Or she might have some sweets that you've never heard of before. But my guest Katie Chalmers this week comes on to talk about her TikTok and how her perceptions of being an older TikToker um, can still um, be relevant to the viewers, uh, the younger viewers that are on TikTok today and how the uh, content that she's been releasing have really struck a chord with those uh, kind of audience. Um, Katie, fantastic, lovely woman uh, to chat to um, on the show. And if you want to give us your opinion on this episode, then uh, get in touch with us at Yahoo um, by emailing us at trackbackpodcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Instagram at trackbackpod. Here's Katie Chalmers. Hi guys, uh, welcome back with yours truly, uh, the guy that always remembers to carry a, a snack in his backpack. But you know, before we start the show, isn't it weird whenever you go on a picnic that you find someone that there is always someone that doesn't bring a snack to the party. Is that good or bad? Because I think, I mean, if you're having a party, every single person should bring at least one snack. I'd bring a carrot if I could, come on. Personally, I'm the girl that forgets all the food, all the baby wipes, baby nappies, um, or completely goes the other way and brings food that nobody wants to eat, like carrot sticks and radishes. I think we've got something in common already that we like carrot. <laughs> a good thing. I'm liking this so far. I am liking this. Guys, I'm joined by the lovely Katie Chalmers, um, an entrepreneur. I like that word. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I want to say that quite slowly. Entrepreneur. That's incredible. Uh, so, yeah, Katie's an entrepreneur and a TikTok star. Katie, how are you doing, my lovely? Well, I'm fabulous. I'm always fabulous. And I'm an entrepreneur because I've got got a couple of businesses as well as TikTok hence the word that's exactly what we're going to go into and I can't wait to get started but um before we get into your um entrepreneur side let's talk about your TikTok side first and um what got you into TikTok in the first place what attracted you to the app well absolutely uh bugger all really and um, initially I had said that I was a Facebook girl and uh, was not going anywhere near TikTok because I was too old. I can't dance and I don't sing because nobody wants to hear me sing. Um, but I got the hump with, uh, with Facebook. I really got the hump because um, some of the people that I felt that I knew really well in life were putting some stupid stuff about the coronavirus that it was being carried by 4G and all the mobile phone. And I was just like, who are these idiots that are my friends? So I switched Facebook off and hopped onto TikTok. I don't, I don't even know how it came up. And I just loved the fact that I was completely anonymous and I could do say I wasn't being judged and I could just have fun being me without being judged. Whoever thought that coronavirus is carried by 4G? I mean, that is completely <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, I've got 4G, which means I probably have got the coronavirus now. Oh no, there we go. But um. You said at the start, which I found quite interesting, you said that um, you're originally a Facebook girl and you wouldn't go anywhere near TikTok. But looking at your numbers right now, Katie, the fact that you've got 1.5 million likes and nearly 30,000 followers, how does that make you feel that 
first you were going to go nowhere near TikTok and then you're getting numbers like that. How does that make you feel? Well, it's a little bit bonkers and I hadn't actually realised how, if I can use the words impressive, how, how cool it is until um, my boyfriend pointed out just recently that people with my follower value don't necessarily have the same likes as I do. And because I had nothing, I wasn't really comparing it to anything. I was just assuming that everybody was on, you know, the same boat, if you like. So actually, it's really cool. And I'm feeling a little bit humbled by everybody. It's very kind. <laughs> very so, kind. I mean, what is the kind of reactions you've been getting off TikTok from other TikTokers and maybe people that you know that are on the app or that checked out some of the stuff you do? What is the kind of reaction you've been getting? Oh, everybody's lovely apart from the people that aren't but isn't that the same with everybody you know and it's kind of like just kick them out of the door bye bye never to come back again oh oh I've got I'm a fan of blocking you don't have to it doesn't take long you only have to upset me once and you're gone cold forever it's great that um, that option to block isn't it oh isn't it amazing so um I think I've had about three genuinely nasty comments and they no longer see my content so it's uh uh, out of 30,000 people and millions of people have seen some of my videos um, so, well, I think one of my videos has got three and a half million views on it so I, th- I think I'm really lucky people have just been super kind and just embraced it for what it is which is me sharing my life and then being entertained yeah absolutely and you know talking about those three negative comments what was your original reaction to them? And I mean, when it comes to the haters, how is it best to cope with it in the best possible way? Because it's not good to react, is it? It's always good just to think, no. oh, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to wipe this under the table. It doesn't matter whatsoever. You know, what is the best way? Because other people can react to the haters. But what is your way of dealing with that sort of thing? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm um, uh, learning. <laughs> um, I think the best way to deal with haters is just to block and ignore them. So that, that is the best way. However, I had I did have somebody comment on the fact that we were old. We are old parents. And that did hit a nerve because my other half's 55. And we are little Joe. He was a bit of an accident. So we are aware the fact that we're old. So I guess that hit a nerve. I just you just have to switch it off they're obviously people that are haters are looking for a reaction and ultimately in a, they could have picked any other subject and we wouldn't have been in any way hurt but because we were hurt it was because we kind of felt it but actually there's loads of bonuses to being an old parent like we, we don't really care what he gets up to we're <laughs> really cruisy <laughs> well, you know who has the right to say you're too old to be on TikTok, well, who has the right to say that? And I think that's the best thing about the app is that it doesn't matter how old you are because there's people from 12 to 65 on the app. Um, it's, but, it's good that there's so much diversity when it comes to age, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And isn't that the magic of TikTok that you can watch a really lovely 70 year old couple dance around their kitchen or a 12 year old running as fast as they can in their new shoes? Like it is, it brings everybody it brings the community together in just a snippet and a snapshot um, as well it's kind of addicts. it's kind of the word to describe it more is generations coming together yeah. because you're going from a 12 year old to a 
seven-year-old, like you said, and just seeing the difference in sort of content because it's kind of like you might hear one, the 12-year-old dancing to Justin Bieber, and then you'll have the 70-year-old couple dancing to Etta James. It's completely amazing. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind it of like, is. wow, it's an explosion of diversity here. But when it comes to your content, uh, Katie, you said you show your life on TikTok. Is that what defines your content in somewhat way of a Pretty much. So I go about my daily life doing whatever it is I'm doing. And I either have thoughts that go on to TikTok or we just do stuff. My partner and I, we're very active at everything because otherwise life's a bit dull. So if we, as we're doing it, we're creating a TikTok and seeing how it goes, basically. But we do it for us, not for the camera. And I think that makes it a big difference. To, yeah, to the quality. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree and see where you're coming from on that one. And if there's one video or it can be multiple videos that you are most proud of that you could look oh, at I've got and one. say, wow, that was amazing. You've got one already. I like to hear that. But yeah, what, no, what, what is the one video that you can always look back on and say, okay, that's defined my TikTok. That's something I can look back on. Once my TikTok grows even further, that's the video I can look back and say, that's the reason how my TikTok has really exploded. Oh, now there's two videos then. So the one that my TikTok went bonkers was um, uh, my other half bid in an auction site and we uh, we won the bid basically. We And we got, um, he spent 120 pounds and we got a pallet of returns from John Lewis. And when we opened the box, there was a PlayStation in the top and it couldn't have looked more staged, but there was nothing staged about it. And I was so excited and we are not gamers and we didn't understand anything about what we had, but we were like, whoa, it was completely broken. But actually the PlayStation was bought by somebody who watched our TikToks um, to take it apart for parts. We sold the entire content. It was just another little quirky thing that we get up to in our farm life um, that I suppose gave people a, an eye into our little world. Yeah. And it is a little world. And um, we got loads of abuse for it, loads of grief from people going, oh, you've staged it. It's not true. But it completely is. And you can Google it and it's out there. So that's the one that I suppose got lots of interest. The one I'm most proud of was when my boyfriend ran nine and a half miles without stopping around Boston, just found a pair of trainers and set off and I TikToked it. Um, it's taken me a year to run 10 miles, a year of training, and he's 55 years old and just found a pair of trainers in the cupboard and said, we're going to do it, let's go. And I TikToked it and we worked it out, which just hit a million viewers. If those people lined up across the street, that would be 33 people per metre egging us on as we went um retrospectively obviously because you know we recorded it we did the run for us we were exercising and um and it's just a phenomenal amount of support there was no hate on any of the comments everybody was amazing and it's just but that's why i love tiktok anyone listening hashtag just do it uh that's <laughs> that's something you can go by um you mentioned you have a farm life so you live on a farm yeah, my other half's a farmer. Well, so, yes. um, how's life like for that? And do you think, you know, living on a farm does give you more opportunities to create more sort of content? Because there is loads of things that you can do with, um, you know, on a farm with sort of content. Um, 
No, I think you could put us as a couple anywhere and we would create stuff to do because that's just the nature of the, the two of us. But does the farm give you... It does give ideas. us. It does give us TikToks. It does. It definitely gives us TikToks. I've got thirty chickens and then my pets. We've got an equestrian centre, so we can do oh. horsey stuff. He's um, he's obviously got loads of farm machinery, and people like to watch farm machinery. So all these things do just naturally create content. But I suppose the the stuff that we enjoy doing is stuff that we do for us, and it's not work. It's not on the farm. It's making cakes or or ordering stuff online or whatever it might be it's having fun having fun yeah, with life that's the main thing that's the main thing and when it comes to the ideas process um is it you and your partner together coming up with the content ideas or is it kind of like brainwaves come from both of you and sometimes you'll go with your idea or sometimes you go with your partner's idea or is it a combined sort of effort? he's really no he's really shy he doesn't like to get involved and if, if you see him on any of my videos he's always like standoffish he doesn't um he does have some ideas they're not always good um the the idea it's me it's it's what I see and the way I see the world and the way I see him and then I, I quite often recreate his what he said or what he's done um so no he's not involved in any of the ideas he probably shoot me for saying that now but no he's not <laughs> it, it's okay, so what, what's your happens. what's your idea process how do you normally think of the ideas what is kind of the um the process of um thinking through exactly what you want to do before you go on camera and actually make the tiktok yeah i don't really do that either so they just they just happen so um i don't know so i was watching him yesterday and he said something to one of his friends and i've just tiktoked it so there's no thought process it is literally watching um well it's real world and then throwing it on film so I did one uh video recently that I think it had I'm going to I'm going to put myself at half a million views and it was me vacuum cleaning and exactly what I thought as I saw it was some squashed fig on a step and it looked like from a distance and I've got 40 year old eyes like because there was a ladybird sat on this squashed fig it looked like eggs it looked like baby ladybirds with this ladybird and as I thought it I thought oh that'll make a great TikTok or not you know I'd throw all sorts out some of it crashes and burns some of it goes really well and people loved it because those are it's completely relatable it's just what you think as you're doing stuff so you know a lot of people have different idea processes on TikTok some people like yourself have it more natural some people um actually have a big creative input what do you think's better what do you think the easiest thing is I don't think there's an easy thing. If if you're a creative person and you enjoy the process of thinking, then I would stick with that. The ones that I've properly thought about and then put together and then thought that's going to be amazing, they've all crashed. <laughs> Every single one of them has burned. So the ones that are just, for me, the ones that just come natural and it is a re genuine reflection of what I get up to on a day-to-day -day basis, they're the ones that do really well. But I suppose for my thinking about it is it because it's relatable is because people can look at it and think that that's what they might have thought or said or done yeah absolutely yeah. and where exactly do you want to take this um this tiktok where, where do you want it to end up are you going to keep striving to you know get more numbers um you know just create more content or just go with the flow and, and see where it takes you totally going to see where it takes us 
Um, can't believe how it has taken off. And I, as I say, yeah. I feel completely honoured by the amount of people that seem to enjoy watching my little videos. And the people that interact with me every day that I feel like I'm getting to know. Um, so I have no real future plans for TikTok, but I'm enjoying doing it. So I'm going to continue doing it. Because you never know where it can take you. That's the best thing. Um, so going to your entrepreneur side... Uh, tell, me about that. tell me a bit about what got you into um, being an entrepreneur. Oh, so I've got a recruitment agency. That is my bread and butter business. So I've done that. Well, I'm still doing that. But um, the sectors that I worked in died a little bit during COVID, which freed up a load of time. So that's that's where TikTok kicked in. Um, I also I sat on the sofa eating stupid amount of sweets in January this year, feeling thoroughly miserable and bored of an evening like the rest of the planet and thought well I'd share my sweets passion and started up a sweet shop so we do that as well um sky's the limit if you want to do it just do it if I was if I was that easy if I was a businessman I wouldn't have a clue how to manage all these businesses like you do what is the what's the strategy how do you manage all of these things on top of your TikTok don't know I'm I'm reactional yeah that's a big question Cal reactional so I just I'm not a planner I'm a doer so and if I do something and it doesn't work it either gives me the aggression to keep going until it it works or I'm also happy to step away and just say well that's not for me but um maybe I'll try something else so it could be either or but I'm I'm not a big planner I'm a doer I'm yeah proactive at everything and I love a proactive person. I absolutely love it. Um, so, so what have you, what kind of things have you done with these 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 businesses so far? Um, where are they Where are they at right now? And where would you like them to go? Well, my sweets. Um, well, sweets. I, I love sweets. I'm I'm not looking for to take over the world selling sweets. That is for sure. You know, you never there's, know. <laughs> there's very little money in it, but it has kept me entertained of an evening. And um, I'm hoping that, that my sectors in recruitment will pick up. I think that the world will just switch back on again as soon as we get to, um, to be properly unlocked again. Um, and then I will be doing TikTok and work and mummy and partner and all the rest of it. I'll just slot it back in with the rest of my life. Love it. And how has lockdown affected all of this sort of thing? Um, has it been that tough to do it? But at the same time, are you grateful for the fact that TikTok's been there to entertain you? Lockdown. Lockdown. Lockdown has been the most bizarre experience. I spent the first three months rebelling against it. I don't. I, I wasn't enjoying it. It was taking everything that I knew and turning it all upside down, the same as everybody else. Then I was like, right, well, I can't change it. I'm going to have to run with it. And that's when things like TikTok clicked in. Now, I don't know if I really want to be unlocked. I'm quite really? enjoying my new life. Well... It's because, yeah, you've been, it's because you've been in it so long, you know, like all of us have. We've been yeah. in it. So long. We're, adju- we're adjusting to this new well, norm. It'll feel we, quite weird going out of it, wouldn't it? Well, it, we've adapted. And in adapting, I've just taken on so many more new roles that my life's more exciting now than it was when I was doing nine to five in the office. Um, so I, I suppose moving forward, I want to do some of the activities that I learned in lockdown and it combined well the best of the new life with the best of the old life and make it I suppose make my world even better 
Well, considering we've still got two months to go in lockdown before everything gets unlocked, but you never know. Um, we could be back in it again very soon. But we never, oh, you know, the, the world is so, it's unpredictable at the minute. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. But with yourself, you're a doer. You're just carrying on doing what you love to do. And I think that's a brilliant thing, no matter lockdown or not lockdown. Oh, com completely. Because, um, well, life would be pretty dull if, if we were just sat on the sofa watching films all day. Plus, having a little baby, they don't want to sit on the sofa watching films all day. That's just never going to happen. So uh, we're out and about making, fixing, mending, building, doing. We've got a raft race coming up locally that, uh, you know, we're organising. So life, we're, we're working on the expectation that everything will hopefully be back to normal sooner rather than later. Adventure. Make a TikTok on that. I will definitely... Oh. Um, Pay attention to that because that would be sick. I'm not going to lie. I, I've always wanted to do um, rafting. I, I've done um, those things in, in, in theme parks where you sit on those rubber rings and it takes you on those rapids, rap, rapid racing thing. Yeah. But, um, I, I want something more adrenaline filled. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> we started the raft race about five years ago with a local engineering company and, um, and it's just taken off. So if you want to do it, Cal, you need five rafters and um, and you're not allowed an engine on your raft. And it's about a mile, the course, and it finishes at the local pub. Sounds very intriguing. I will check that out for sure, Kate. Um, and finally, where can the viewers that are listening in to find your TikTok to see your amazing content? Well, I think it's Katie Chalmers on TikTok, but it might be Catherine. Don't really know. That's really bad. We'll, we'll, we'll double check that and put Lock it in on. <laughs> you'll be able to find us if you hashtag raw sausage there's a, a video of my partner eating a raw sausage that really really took off <laughs> hashtag raw sausage you hear the first from katie well and uh guys who are listening to this episode and want to listen back to it uh and get introduced to katie then all you have to do is go on apple podcasts and search the weekly crack with mac and listen to this that's interview. it thank you so much katie um for appearing on the show thank you cal for inviting me thank you have a good one cheerio bye <laughs>